0: Explore Apple and four other spiritual poems. This is Lama Jigme Gyatso. Welcome to meditate like a Jedi. Today's a first poem, Apple. Yes. You may have spent about a season learning Buddha's teachings as well as techniques, but please do not think yourself a teacher until you have collected your 10,000 additional hours of formal study and an additional 10,000 hours of formal practice. Four. Until you have mastered the information and techniques and your own emotions, until you have shattered the preconceptions that blind you, like a sledgehammer smashed through a a plate glass window, tossed by the formidable female athlete in that famous Apple commercial, Until you have done those things, what have you to teach? Today's second poem, Husk. In the days when I wandered from monastery to monastery, I noticed a disturbing phenomena, a dichotomy, or, if you please, a division in two. On one hand, the lay folks would feed us monks our one daily meal, would bow humbly, and desperately mumble prayers of request in ancient tongues. But on the other hand, once the ritual was complete, They would stomp and snort and strut. They would flash gold jewelry and insist that since they had wealth and we had not, they were therefore much smarter than we. This, of course, put me in remembrance of Lao Tzu's proverb, Ritual is the husk of true faith, the beginning of chaos. Many years have passed, and now when folks wish to pay homage to me, I ask, bow not with your body or words, but only with your heart and mind. Today's third poem mumbles. The myth is whispered. There is no Mahamudra without the Guru's blessings. There is no Dzogchen without the Lama's magic. These are the lies of patriarchy, the mumbles of elitism. Today's fourth poem, Looking Deeply, Into the eighth chapter of the Tao Te Ching. Hatcher's literal translation reads The highest good is like water. Water's goodness benefits the myriad of beings, and yet does not strive, dwells in the places which everyone regards with contempt, and in this way is close to the way. In dwelling, the good is place. In mind, the good is depth. In relations, the good is compassion. In speech, the good is sincerity. In government, the good is organization. In business, the good is competence. In movement, the good is timing. It is only when there is no contention that that there then is no resentment. What an overwhelming slew of cryptic-sounding advice. Let us consume it like a mouse would with tiny little nibbles hatcher's literal translation reads the highest good is like water about which i explain it is good to lead it is good to lead a life that is free of resentment it is good to refrain from creating resentment in others it is even better to soothe and even extinguish the resentments in others that yet others have placed there. But how are we to prevent and remove resentment? By preventing and removing contention. And how do we do that? The eighth chapter of the Tao Te Ching, the Book of the Beneficial Way, answers that by exploring a metaphor of water. Hatcher's literal translation reads, Water's goodness benefits the myriad beings, and yet it does not strive, about which I explain. Water is necessary. Without it, there can be no life. The presence of water on earth in its myriad forms, benefits all plants and animals. And yet it does so without sentience, or intention, or effort, or cajoling, or controlling. This is an illustration of the first treasure of the Tao, Simplicity. Productive meditation cultivates our state of a centered spontaneity that we could master as a beneficial habit. Hatcher's literal translation reads, dwells in the places which everyone regards with contempt, and in this way is close to the way about which I explain. Clearly, water is not sentient, neither is it prideful nor competitive. Luckily, we are not being asked to abandon our sentience, for that could involve surgery and an awful lot of mess. No, we are only being asked to abandon our pride and competitiveness. We are only being asked to neurologically shift gears from brain stems surviving to midbrains thriving and loving and flourishing. It is the replacement of competition and cruelty with cooperation and compassion with which the beneficial way is paved. Hatcher's literal translation reads, In dwelling, the good is place. In mind, the good is depth. In relations, the good is compassion. In speech, the good is sincerity. In government, the good is organization. In business of the good is competence, in movement of the good is timing. It is only when there is no contention that there then is no resentment, about which I explain. How are we to find the ideal, place-to-dwell, interpersonal, compassion, healing communication, administrative organization, vocational skill, and dynamic coordination. How are we to find all those things in a manner that generates neither dispute nor resentment? The answer sought by the text is also inferred by the text, as is quite often the case. For we read, In mind, the good is depth, which infers the wisdom and good fortune we need to find all those things in the most beneficial manner is available to each of us through effective meditation. Today's fifth and final poem, Welcome. Every generation thinks itself more clever than the generation that preceded it. Each generation thinks they've invented something new, a new financial practice, or a new musical practice, or a new sexual practice. A young couple on a recent flight thought they were the first to think of stealing away, unnoticed, in that least romantic of getaways, the airplane lavatory for a discreet quickie. Oh, imagine their surprise when upon the public address system they heard the pilot's tobacco roughened voice slyly announce, We know what you two are doing in there. Now imagine that couple's mortification after returning to their seats when the flight attendants got in on the game and approached the two, handing them each a set of children's plastic aviator wings and a set of glasses, which they filled with champagne while exclaiming, Welcome to the Mile High Club. Let us conclude with a simple call to action. This podcast will never have any advertisements. So support us monthly on PayPal and like us on your podcast service to help others find us, just as you found us as well. If meditation is felt impossible or boring or just out of reach, you are welcome to register at buddhajoy.org for the next series of live online meditation class webinars that meet once a week.